And we welcome you back across space and time into the realm of our little group gathering of Star Trek loves and lovers. Welcome back to the Captain's Quadrant. This week, we are joined by a very special guest, A.A. Ron. Yay! <laughs> uh, you may know him best as Geek Filter. He is an amazing guy, and we are so glad to have you with us Thank on you. the show today. So I'm happy to be here. First billing, thank you for joining us. And... Uh, you know, enjoying the madness that's going to be happening for the next <laughs> hour. We are also joined by my good buddy and yours, my co-host with the most double Jasons and Nita. So I'm going to just do it that way. <laughs> just going to group us all together. Okay, <laughs> all good. Okay, it's time to work. We'll take it. I've lost my glasses yet again. I'm going to be getting new ones soon, so I'll be reading. Oh, <laughs> Can we just say before we move on, I think you undersold our guest here, Aaron. Yes. Who is an author. Yes. And I wanted to give Aaron an opportunity to talk about what he's been an author of because it's pretty damn incredible in my Huge. book. Uh, I was the co-author of the Star Trek, the official guide to the animated series. And yes. I did as well. So, yeah. So that's... That's and it's the 50th anniversary this year, so hopefully, fingers oh. crossed, some some things will yeah. be happening. So, great. Can we? And how could we get that book right now? If our audience uh, wants to get a hold of that, we're to get Amazon bookstores. Yeah, and if you can get it at your local bookstore first, do that because yep. support local bookstores. But yeah, um, if not, uh, Facebook, uh, Facebook, uh, Amazon, Walmart, Target, pretty much all those places, and Barnes and Noble. Brilliant. So you should be able to find it. And it's just Star Trek, the official guide to the animated series. Very, very simple title. Awesome. We, we wanted to put Get official on it, everyone. in there because we wanted people to be like, see, it, it's real. It's it's canon. It's, it's It happened, <laughs> which is <laughs> part of the battle of getting, just getting it acknowledged. But it feels like more people are kind of seeing it. And now with Lower Decks incorporating a lot of stuff, mm. you know, we get... I think it's got a little bit more um, street cred now. <laughs> Absolutely, I think it's always had street cred. Yeah. Brilliant stuff. Sorry, Cap. I just no, no, no. Make sure our guest that was, that was a proper procedure stuff. for sure. <laughs> proper procedure for sure. Um, so we have a special moment where Jace is going to share something with us. Correct. Uh, yeah, I think we'll do that when we start talking about the episode. Not just All right, yet. that's fine. That's fine. I'll hold on to it. We get to say, I told you so, to a, one of our co-hosts, but we'll get into that later as well. Uh, super excited about that. And let us hop into a quick synopsis of the episode, because we are talking about Star Trek Picard. Picard grapples with a life-altering revelation as the crew of the USS Titan attempt to outmaneuver Vedic while Raffi and Worf uncover a plot by a vengeful enemy. You're just adding all kinds of random words to that. If you can only oh, see half the screen, you might as well just... <laughs> I'm just glad we don't have the teleprompter. If we had a teleprompter guy, I'd be going nuts right now. <laughs> 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 I think he did pretty good considering he can't see half of what he even wrote. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, guys should, you can't see it on my end, but this is zoomed up pretty big. So like you know, Jace, at least that was the right synopsis. That's all I can yeah, say. Yeah, that's a good hey. What are you taking a swipe at me for? That hasn't happened in weeks. I'm going to take a swipe at everyone today because I'm angry. Hey, even me? No, I'm scared of you. That ain't happening. Can can I remind everyone about our segment later on? 
Absolutely. Yes. Yes, of course. Later on in the show, after we do future speculations, after we do our commercial break, we have named that Trek episode. And everyone watching, it's here's your chance to win. If you're watching live, just put an oi, good old Aussie oi, in the chat. And with a bit of luck, you'll be chosen and will be assigned to one of our guests who will play on your behalf. If the guest wins, you win. And then Captain Joe Dub will send a winner a prize from our merch store. And look at the talent we've got tonight, contestant-wise. We've got Joe, who may not be able to see. The image will look blurry even when it comes out clear for him. We've got Nita here, and we've got both Aaron and Jason, who we know. These yeah. guys are like savants with this stuff. Yeah, you're going to so. want to be paired with Aaron. And when Jason. you're in chat. Oh. <laughs> no pressure, Aaron, but yeah, exactly. uh, we're expecting big things from you, especially. Okay, great. No, good. Whatever you do, don't start shouting Orville titles or anything like that. <laughs> I it's the Mandalorian. wouldn't even know them. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let They're us... all animated series episodes. That's all I know. <laughs> all right. Um, let's hop into first contact. Thanks. <laughs> it's a nice step there. Uh, let's start. How with... Paramount hasn't sent me a cease and desist with that? Clip. Yeah, <laughs> I'll never know. I don't think Paramount's made it this long into the show. They're just like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're not uh, a threat. Okay. <laughs> Aaron, please give us your pros and cons. No, oh, his first uh, contact. Oh, yeah, excuse me. <laughs> oh, tired. <laughs> edibles, man. I keep telling you not to eat those edibles before the show starts. What do you no, think they're supposed to, they're supposed to keep your eyes good, but it's for cataracts, my dude. <laughs> what is first contact? I forgot. Like the, the... Oh, just your overall impressions, <laughs> mate, of the of the episode. <laughs> your general overall thoughts. I am excited that it just keeps getting better. Um, yeah. I was excited we also didn't have a lot of Vatic because that's the one thing for me that's the the downside is just because she's too over the top like just i don't know why it's that gets me um but no I, and i i love the uh between beverly and picard there's just a lot of meat there and it 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 all works i think that's what i like about it it doesn't feel none of it feels forced or like kind of brought up just to to use for the show it like seems like naturally this, these things would happen excellent. all right excellent excellent vhs jace please give us I really enjoyed Star Trek II, The Wrath of Zadok. I thought it was, uh, <laughs> I thought there was elements over there. I don't mind. Look, yeah, she was actually quite diminished, I feel, yeah. as a character in yeah. this episode because yeah. the stakes being raised so much. Aaron, you brought up that scene with Picard and um, Beverly. and Beverly in the thing, and it was great, but it was, you know, the only overall thing I would say is they needed – Especially in this whole episode, if I had this guy on the show, <laughs> things would have been a lot better. Beverly and, and Picard could have worked oh, things out. They could work, you know. And especially in the conflict between Picard and Riker, you know, he could have been there helping. Uh, so, yeah, that was my real impression. You know, some, something I got to jump in here and say this. I actually went on the set of Dr. Phil this summer. <laughs> And nobody told me whenever I was on that set that that was the set that they shot the original Star Trek on. Wow. Because I was bored the entire time. Like, yeah, Dr. Phil, whatever. But if somebody said, nine. you know, this is where the Star Trek is filled, I'd be over there like hugging the walls going, I can feel the magic. <laughs> <laughs> Did Dr. Phil tell anybody that they were stupid that day? 
I'm pretty sure he would have if he was there. You, guys, <laughs> oh, he wasn't even there. <laughs> you guys are dumber than two hamsters in a pillowcase. Oh, well, well. Security right. guards went missing that day. That's how Jason got in there. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. All right. I was yeah. there legally. I had tickets. <laughs> um, I I loved today's episode. I mean, they gave me more of war. Mm-hmm. You can't go wrong when you give me more of war. Okay, I love how he named every single house. It was the first time that he actually acknowledges human adopted parents who played a huge part in him being Klingon because they gave him the Klingon, as much Klingon upbringing that humans could during a time when we didn't really know much about the Klingons, right? right? And I think that that was so crucial for him to have said, I think he came to terms with being the only Klingon on earth for a really long time, being raised by humans um, and really being okay with his own identity. Um, I thought that was beautiful, the interaction between him and Rafi. I love that he called her by her full name, you know? I thought that he was so formal um, and, it, it was incredible the moment that the captured individual, I forgot his name, revealed himself to be a changeling. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. I I think the changelings this, this are pros and cons, so you don't have to go. I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so excited. I know. Overall, what did you this think of the episode? Overall was incredible. I loved right. it. I'm All so right. sorry, guys. Oh, yeah, you're good. You're great. All right. So our good friend Jason Roy Gaston. The chamomile tea is wonderful, right? Yes, the chamomile tea is wonderful with enough sugar because without it, it is terrible. But um, <laughs> I I enjoyed it. This show is giving me exactly what I want. I, I don't know why, but so much TV drama nowadays, uh, science fiction and otherwise, seems to be against the idea of giving the audience what they want. I loved this last <laughs> season of Picard is just like, you know, free candy here you go here you go here you go uh everything in this episode hit except for one thing which i won't get into until pros and cons because i know how the show works (laughs) (laughs) but uh, i i enjoyed it rip banging good time um even if i was even if i was (laughs) yes yes say it say it you were even if i was even if I'm the writers ex- were wrong for not doing what I said <laughs> but here's the thing I'm not giving up yet <laughs> you know I will come to your defense a bit from a conceptual and I said this just before the show and in the chat you were kind of hitting the right mark because you were you may have got the species wrong but the concept of grabbing a, villain, oh, a classic villain and bringing them back to you know, to face off Picard in his final season, it's pretty accurate. Yeah, so technically, I was right. No, you're not yeah, right. That's right. You were very wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Here's how no we can bugs. make it work. How do you know? The changelings Captain, could have turned anything. into the bugs, and then the bugs. Oh, oh no! Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I got to uh, keep this. I got to keep this from being demonetized. Hey, Joe. <laughs> I think he wants to give me a high five. So yeah, yeah. one fingered high five. Yes, all five fingers. High five. <laughs> all right. Uh, just for those who have joined us in the room, welcome, folks. Be sure to type in O I. Oi. It's a good old. Oi. 
Well, yeah, oi. It's, it's, it's oi. It's not oi. It's, it's Australian, it's not oi. Scottish. Oh, all right. I, I didn't say, I just give you the letters to type in. Anyway, uh, and you'll be interested to win a prize when we get into our fun Star Trek game called Name That Trek Sound. And yep. it's going to be a heck of a lot of fun. Just like this episode, they gave us drama, they gave us suspense, and they gave us so much that we were familiar with, and it worked so well. So let us now go into the comments. Nita. Yes, we have quite a bit of people here that we haven't seen before. We have Sarah Andrew saying Sarah. hello. I'm um, here too, Sarah. Thank you. <laughs> we got this Philip Bryan. Good team. Good team. Right? Oh, yes, this yeah. Philip Bryan. Hi, buddy. How are you? And we have Rick Mason. Um, he's also on TikTok as Random Gotham. <laughs> Apparently, Jason's a butt giver. I'm, I'm going to beat my record for last episode about how many times I can get away with saying, Oh my God, no, 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 we don't need any more of that. Anyway. No more butt bugs. Okay. Oh, goodness. My goodness. My now, goodness. here's my new game. How many times can I get you guys to say butt bugs? <laughs> I, am, I am concerned here, Joe. Uh, Captain Dove, I don't see. Cosmic, um, mom. cosmic mom, what's going on with cosmic well, it, mom? She finally realized there are better things to do with her time. <laughs> no, she's probably <laughs> one of the yeah, guys I will true. too. I'm gonna go text her. <laughs> Give me five minutes, guys. Though, uh, you know, the, she's in an area where it's spotty on the Wi Fi, so she okay. comes and goes. She'll be in and out, you know. Well, wherever you are, we love you, cosmic space mom. Yes, yeah, they yes. love you a lot. Cosmic Mom is our number one fan, and, and we love her very you know, much. Yes. You know what and Cosmic Mom got is the same as Joe Dove? Oh, 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 brand new Captain's Quadrant oh, nice. iPhone case. Cosmic Mom, very got nice. yes. are they gonna come? It's a very nice store? iPhone case, but maybe I would have expected you to spend maybe a bit more money on your own mother. Oh, but no. <laughs> it was far be it for me to judge your cheapness, Joe. <laughs> that is what she wanted. And my friend, I said, What would you like? You can pick anything, just not the hoodie. And uh, <laughs> why not the hoodie? Because <laughs> uh, she doesn't like hoodies. Oh. Well, I think she would have figured that out on her own if yeah, you'd given well, her the chance. I told you, you just Joe's her looking to for an excuse to delay things so he can show his bird of prey off. <laughs> just everyone, I just can want we to get the show moving. Oh, yes, let us move to pros and cons. Oh. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. There was a lot of good, not a lot of shit. We're going to start was a little with bit. There okay. was a little bit. All right. Yeah. Maybe. They, well, it looked like it when it was finished. But anyway. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're going to start off with you, Mr. Gaston. Okay. Uh, your pros and cons. All right. Pros. Um, number one, it's always good to see Thomas Decker doing anything. Because I was I was a big fan of his from the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Oh, wow. And I was just like, where have I seen this guy before? Thomas Decker. Thomas so it was Decker. cool to see him in a playing a part in Star Trek. Because I don't know if you know this, but as a little boy, Thomas mm -hmm. Decker played one of Picard's imaginary Nexus children. Yes. Oh, Thomas yes. Oh. So apparently life went bad for him. <laughs> so uh, thumbs yeah. up for thumbs up for Thomas Decker. I, I was a fan of his back when the Sarah Connor Chronicles was on, and I'm, I'm just happy to see him in anything again. Not that saying he hasn't done anything. I just I just haven't seen him in it. Uh, I I love the fact that. DS9 lore is getting some love. Yes. Mm, bravo. Uh, I, yes. I got 
I got a little misty when Worf said that he was contacted by a good, honorable friend, and yeah. I was just like, Renee. Oh, rest in peace, Renee. I know, but you know, Renee may be gone, but Odo lives forever, so yes. I'm I'm happy with that. Um, I'm I'm even happy that it's changelings. I really am. I I was not expecting them to bring them in. No. And they are. So this is a spiritual sequel to DS9 as well as TNG. And I just love that so much. And it's making me wonder, are we going to happen? Are we going to fly by the station on the way to the wormhole at some point? Are we going to get a look at that grand old lady again? Oh, yes. Look at all the pylons. Look at all the pylons. I would defecate involuntarily <laughs> if they did that. What if they had to <laughs> stop in there? Would, is Quark still owning the bar at this oh, point? Oh, Quark yeah. is still in there. You know, like, have you heard that my my brother is the Grand Nagus? Yeah, he's, he's the one who, if you watch Lower Decks, he's there because that's the first Quark. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, uh, I, my, my con is Riker. Oh, Riker at the very end. I think that whenever he bridge, tosses Picard <laughs> off the bridge, it felt manufactured for the sake of that cliffhanger at the end. And that's just something that I thought just came out of nowhere because they were buddy, 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 buddy. And then ugh, get off my ship. You screwed up. You made a mistake. That nobody else would have made. Oh, totally. Everybody else would have made that mistake. Riker, how many mistakes did you make? Uh, so I thought that was a little weird. Otherwise, I honestly think that this episode, especially the flashback sequence, is probably some of the best acting we've ever seen from Jonathan Frakes. Oh, I was yeah. Uh, so that's I, I gotta. I, I give, I give a, I give a grow, and then I give a glow. So that's it. This is the best acting we've ever seen from Jonathan Frakes, mm -hmm. and. Uh, Troy appearing in the communicator just killed me. I thought that that was hilarious. And I'm going to stop now because I will just keep gushing and gushing and gushing. So you guys go ahead. All right. Uh, Aaron, your pros and cons. My, oh, let me start with a con because I had the same con, unfortunately. So it's like, mm. yeah, that just, it came out of nowhere. It's also completely unprofessional for Riker because he does, he would never like, let's in front of all these other people, let me say this. Oh, we're all going to die. Like, no, you don't do that. Like, even if you think that, you take him off to the side and do it or something. Could Riker have been replaced at one point during yes, this episode? Yes, that's though? my theory. Because it's not Riker. That is in that scene, that is not Riker. Hmm. No way would he do that. There's no way. He's a changeling. Sorry, uh, how many are on the ship? Is that, yeah. Um oh, how many butt bugs are on the ship too? <laughs> really good. Oh no. Not if I knew this was going to happen, Jason, I have a little counter in the screen. Next week, because I'm not giving up. <laughs> oh my goodness! So, I'll, for my my positives, I'll take some couple that people might not come up with. Is I love the Vulcan science officer. Like this is electrical and biological. It's like it's so Star Trek. This is like yes. there. It reminds me of uh, one of our planets is missing just bring up the animated series where they're flying inside of a giant, like, you know, I, was, I keep thinking it's like, Hey, can they get some villi and recharge their, uh, their warp core <laughs> with it or whatever. <laughs> but like, just, I thought that was very cool. And Dr. Crusher being told, you know, basically you've been gone for 20 years. You don't know anything. And then saving Shaw. Yeah. She does know something. And I don't know why she would think that the person who was, you know, once the head of Starfleet medical, just stopped learning right. or like i'm like that doesn't make any sense so it's like the i won't say a con for the doctor because the doctor is supposed to be like that but you know that that i i really enjoyed just beverly being able to be beverly without wow. you know 
being shot at or something. <laughs> yes. Uh, VHS Chase. Oh, I've, I've got a few things. Uh, straight off the bat, again, they continue to be epic with their framing of the ships. Yes. The battle scenes just That's look incredible. so amazing. Everything is in everything the size to how they they're filming it it just gives this real epicness to it yes jonathan frank's performance absolutely best at riker's been and absolutely that's not riker at the end that's what i'm planning my really lean i'm gonna die on it's true out of character you've also noticed prior when the, the ship got hit go back and watch it again and you see that version of riker looking around like this is new to him like he's looking, especially when they get that knock. And Picard just takes because he's used to it. But Riker's looking around like, this is new to me. And the fact that his agenda in this whole thing is, let's get the hell out of Dodge. That's all he wants to do. That's not Riker either in my book. Um, so I thought that was great. Um, that scene between Beverly Crusher and Picard, like how wonderful. I started being on Picard's side going, hey, man, you never gave me a chance. You never gave... Riker a chance. But then once Beverly explained, mm -hmm. it's like, I feel like I could save my son, but I don't feel like I could save yours. And she goes into that whole speech. Wonderful. By the end of it, I'm like, yeah, Beverly's right. She had to yeah. do what was right. Um, still doesn't make it fair. No one wins out of those scenarios, but that's real life, isn't it? Um, some of the uh, amazing stuff. The fact that finally we get a captain who who doesn't just fall over and die. Isn't that <laughs> we get a captain who actually gets, yes, who gets actually injured, kind of messed up. That bit where he's bending over and he's spitting out blood and then you see the bone sticking out of his knee. I'm like, that's cool. And that, also like oh. that actor playing Shaw. Oh, oh he's oh, so good. That whole scene so where he gave command to Riker, it was the single handed, the most petty command handoff I've yeah, ever yeah, seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it was. But he was in extreme pain. But he's a good captain, man. I mean, he's in extreme pain. He's almost dying, and he still has the weatherall to grab Jack Crusher and go, how how come they keep finding us? And I really love that moment as well. Um, even though it took 25 minutes to get to Worf, Worf scenes were, I think, a little bit jarring because this is an evolved Worf, mm -hmm. I think, especially with his human interaction. And he, he gets some good one-liners in this. Oh, he gets some great really ones. Dug well, with some of them is, um, oh, as you should say, I'm working on myself. Love that yeah. line. <laughs> also love that he's a subcontractor for Starfleet. <laughs> yes. that as, as well. So that was kind of really good stuff. Uh, same issue I had. Like, it's the same one Jason had, but my, like I said, he's a changeling. He is a changeling. Um, the portal weapon. How amazing is that portal weapon? The first time they're going through it, I'm going, where are they going? Just behind them. So cool. So, uh, yeah, I mean, of course, the Odo reference. If you have, to, if you're a Star Trek fan, you'd have to have a, ma a heart made of stone, not to get hit a little bit emotionally. That one that got line. me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm absolutely. Oh, as soon as he said that. Yeah. And overall, the <laughs> yeah. biggest thing about bringing the changelings back is I always thought at the end of Deep Space Nine when they lost the war, a villain with that capability just to kind of regress and it's a nice neat bow. I'm so glad that it's not. Yeah. The idea that there was a schism and a terrorist faction moving on for that, totally yeah. down for that. So, yeah. And you know, honestly, retro retroactively, 
fits into the continuity of Discovery too, because yeah, in so Discovery we had a lone changeling who was out just kind of doing their own thing. And I was thinking the whole time, like, why is this guy away from the length? What's going on? Here we go. Mm. Well, that was 900 years later, though. Wasn't yes, it, it was. Mm. Yeah. Well, we kind of know what's going to happen now, don't yeah. we? <laughs> Nita, <laughs> I, I loved the evolution that we saw, although quickly in war. Mm -hmm. He yeah. threw a sense of humor when he said, beheadings are Wednesday, or I don't <laughs> yes, do that yeah, anymore. Right I love yeah. that. I don't do that anymore. You know, <laughs> those lines were excellently delivered. I thought that it was fantastic to see him evolve and be more comfortable with himself. Um, I really felt that the conversation with Beverly and Picard was so integral to what was going on. Um, we understood uh, Jack's accent and where it was coming from. Uh, and we understood her reasoning. And, yeah, I did. I was like, what's that about? But I like Jace, when she started to explain, I felt like, well, how dare she decide for Picard what he can and cannot do and use his past against them. But then when you listen to her, when you really hear what she's saying, she really did have to make that choice because I think that it may have not been any real winners in that choice, but it was the right choice for the moment because she, he, he would have been plagued with being the son of Picard, a man who was always going to have enemies come after him. I mean, they, the, the, um, you know, in, in TNG, the Ferengi made up a son just so that they can get to Picard. Mm. So she knew how he would react, you know? And, um, I think that given their history, given the history of Picard, I understood her decision. She had to protect her son, you know? Um, and I could see why she left um, Starfleet. She lost everything to Starfleet and felt like she got nothing in return. Um, so I thought that that was a, a really good interaction. Um, I was not a fan of that last interaction with Picard and Riker. I thought it, that was very off character. And my first thought was, well, you chose to follow his direction. He didn't force that on you. You had a choice. Why is he acting this way? And when Jay says he is a changeling, that's most likely what it would be. I'm backing that theory up that he is not the real Riker that he hasn't been the real Riker for a while, probably was culminating the issues with him and Deanna. Interesting. So I'm going to yeah. disagree. Uh, oh, wow. I think we're going to be in for a surprise. I think that he, the reason why we got that, that uh, uh, flashback was because he is now connecting his, oh yes, <laughs> pulling out the weapons on me. What, what a wonderful way to, uh, to a mutiny. This is, this is what's happening on the Captain's Quadrant. We, we're, we're, we're getting weapons out? Yeah, we're getting weapons out. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> but, and he's, oh my goodness. Ooh, the triple eater. Yes. <laughs> um, I, I think, I think you know, my mom's joining in the butt bug jokes now. Great. Uh, <laughs> and it's bug, is butt bug 
yes. and a plug. Right, yes. Let's So much for monetization. This yeah, there we go. There goes our ticket. No, but I think the reason why I think the reason why Riker is acting like this is John Luke never had an offspring. He's never had a chance to be a father. He's con- they connect that moment in the flashback with this moment in the present to let you know, hey, I'm thinking of you as a father and I want to get out of here so you can have those moments that you missed. And he was thinking of the loss of his own son, which uh, somebody's going to have to fill that part in because I don't recall. But um, I think that that is why he was acting like this. Like, listen, dude, this is your chance to be a dad and I don't want to screw it up. And there's 200 people on the ship. I don't want to get them killed. I'm thinking of like the father Riker, not as Captain Riker, you know, cowboy diplomacy. I'm thinking we got to get out of here. We got to save these kids. So that's why I disagree. I thought that was a huge pro. I like that change. It was more of a, you know, we're too old to be the um, the amazing uh, badasses that we were 20, 50 years ago. We have to think about the reality is we're older and it's going to take a lot more for us to even stand up and walk around. Uh, so <laughs> the only con that I had was I wanted to see Jordy and I wanted to see that space station. I know that it's coming and I was kind of hoping it would happen now or we would have had the Enterprise E flying and go, screw you, pew, pew, pew. But we didn't get that, unfortunately. But such is life. Now I turn it back to Nita to go through the comments. Yes. And we have here from Cosmic Mom, the transporter beam at the nursing home was malfunctioning. See, told Did you. it split you into two people? Oh, yeah. um, Did you see him begging his daughter in there? <laughs> and Rick says that he's happy it's an alien other than yes. Robin and the book for once. I agree. Yeah. Yes. I well, that have been really played out season one and yeah. season two of Picard, yeah. haven't we? So, yeah. yes. Yeah. Sarah loves the acknowledgement of Odo. I think we all can agree with mm-hmm. her. That was a moment that, you know, made the tissue come out. You oh, know? Yes, yes. I mean, I, I, I am just a 41 year old man go. <gasps> Now, she does think that Riker was a bit harsh to Picard, and I think that we can all agree that whether or not we agree for the reasons that Joe is wrong, um, and Jason and I are right, um, it's it was harsh either way. You know, um, and and that's definitely something that was very interesting. Uh, Rick wonders that Picard should have pulled the Admiral card. Where was his Admiral's order? He was pretty weak in this episode. I think it took him by surprise, though. I think it was an unexpected um, reaction. And I think that that's what really happened. Um, I also think that, too, is like... um, uh, sorry, Nita, go on. I've oh, okay. on I just had a really good comment. It went, no. <laughs> it went that way, and it's gone. Oh, okay. Can I leave a room and go to another room? What am I doing here? It's Australia, mate. What can I say? Yeah, this the fact it's right. 1 o'clock in the afternoon and I'm not blind drunk is a miracle for Australians. <laughs> This Philip Ryan says one of the key players will be a changeling. I agree. And it's Riker. It's Riker. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. All right. Sorry. You are both wrong. It's the Titan itself. (laughs) The whole ship. Well, the Titan itself is being played by Jeffrey Combs, so you know. (laughs) 
also loves the beheadings are on Wednesday. Yes. And uh, this uh, comment here. Oh, my from, pastor. Yeah. Can we all behave now? Uh, um, I just already <laughs> dropped an F-bomb. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> this uh, show is so much fun. Oh, man. No, no, but you disagreed with you disagreed with me, and that's that's the biggest thing, right? (laughs) 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 Um, and uh, yeah, and there's a lot of bug bug comments we're going to get over. Jason, what have you done? What have you done? (laughs) Um, But yeah, and we have one last comment here by this Philip Bryan. Did it remind you of War and Picard on the first contact arguing on the bridge? You're a coward. Mm-hmm. Yes. If you yeah. were any the other man, man I, I would kill you, kill you where you stand. <laughs> I love yes, it. that was my favorite moment so of, of first contact. Oh, that was man. one of my many favorite. That and assimilate oh. this. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, um, he has the best lines. Yeah. You know why? Because he's Klingon. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Please put go. that uh, comment from uh, our good buddy and. Often co-host. Yes, absolutely. I am. She. Um. Oh, not sorry, but there we go. Uh. Yes, Thaddeus died of a rare silicone-based neurological disorder. Like when was that? He died of a sci-fi disease. Yeah. Yeah. When was that explained? That was explained in in Nepenthe. In Nepenthe. Yeah. Episode. The infamous pizza scene. Yes. In season oh. one, when he went there with um, yep. right, with that, yeah. Data's daughter and the whole drama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it happened when she was picking tomatoes. I think that's when yes. she mentioned it. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. I should have rewatched the first two seasons. No. That's okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You right. can watch Nepenthe. Watch that episode. Oh, yeah. just the one and then, yeah. and then get going. And it, all of the data scenes. All the data scenes. Yeah, all the data scenes in the Nepenthe. That's that's, that's all it. you need. That's it. <laughs> I, I, I just want to say we have tons of comments today. Um, so if we don't get to all of them, I do apologize. But you know, we do have other segments that we do want to get through. But we do have tons of beautiful comments, and, and they're appreciated by all of us. That's right. Because I, just I said so. Blame Joe. It's, we're just going to blame Joe. For <laughs> Are you blaming me? Because I didn't agree. Because you're not on board with this Riker concept. All right. So seven's the change. <laughs> Mm. No, no, no. Uh, really quickly for the flashback that you mentioned, uh, I can see my old apartment in the in the big uh, picture, and it was, it's nice that, that it um, made it to the 25th century. It's like my Very first apartment in Los Angeles. Are you serious? Yes. Well, is your yeah. buildings in the you back end. Down That's down. Oh, your building. Yeah. I was like, you're in your apartment yeah. filming. Yeah. Not me. No, <laughs> that would be weird. Can you tell them they can film here in Brooklyn? <laughs> you wonder how much the rents then. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, you can live here. Oh, no. Isn't it like, didn't they figure out money's not worth it anymore? Anyway. I don't know. Yeah. It depends on what day of the week it is. Either yeah. Money's not worth it anymore or you pay for things. It's yeah. it's it's the writers. It's Yeah, it's who is ever writing. Yeah. 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 All right. Let's go into future speculations. Woo. So, what's next? I don't know. <laughs> the... the, the, the I don't know. That don't know. line is epic. I don't know how I feel. Yeah. Always my favorite, Jean Luc. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jason, Roy, Gaston, what are your future speculations? Mm, okay, so, so my, my future speculations are as follows. Number one, the nebula is important. 
Mm-hmm. They're being drawn in towards the center. They think it's a they think it's a gravity well. Mm-hmm. There's something in the nebula that cool. is that they don't know about. Something that the biological and electrical energy is coming from. Maybe the nebula is alive. I, I don't know, but something's there that they don't know about yet, and that's probably going to save them or probably not going to save them. I don't know. Um, Species eight six seven five three zero nine Jenny. Sure, why not? Or, well, no, I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> the book. <No. laughs> so, uh, my, the thing in this episode that piqued my interest the most was that the portal weapon was not the dangerous piece of technology that was stolen from Daystrom. And I was like, what else would there be? Yeah, that was a good what, one. what could they want? Because I mean, that's, that's like a major thing. I said the other day, you know, if you had enough power, you could just open up a portal, you know, on, on Earth and put the other end on the sun, and pretty soon, like all of all humanity's gone. I mean, what right. could be more powerful than that? And I know everybody's out there going, "Oh, it's lore. It's Professor Moriarty." But honestly, are they really that powerful? No, no. So no. I got to would lore be a big threat though? Because no, of knowledge. I, oh, I'm not sure, this. but I, I got to thinking and I, I went back into my encyclopedic knowledge of what we've been over in Star Trek The Next Generation, what this stolen piece of uh, of technology could be. And then it hit me and it's mm-hmm. been right there in front of us the entire time. I don't say butt bugs, please. Butt bugs. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> the yeah, Buckwons and the changelings have joined forces into a no. gooey parasitic mess. No, I'm just yeah, kidding. Jesus. Or am I? <laughs> but um, I'm still holding out hope that we're going to get some kind of butt bug resolution here. Uh, I'm. I said this last season. I'm going to say it again. Iconian. 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 The demons really? of air and darkness. <laughs> because Picard did blow up that one. That one outpost, that outpost had dangerous technology. If they found dangerous technology, they'd send it to Daystrom. And who knows, maybe those weird bug-like aliens who are, you know, in the masks and everything, maybe they're Iconian. I don't know. I'm just basically just wish baiting right now. I want butt bugs <laughs> and I want Iconians. But this is the show that's going to deliver it. This is the season yes. he's delivering. This is it. Yeah, they're, they're I'm pretty sure... But you know, honestly, part of me is is thinking it's going to be some adventure that happened off screen, mm. because mm. that seems to be how Picard is hitting us right now. It's like, well, don't yeah. you remember this that happened off screen? Mm. So yeah. if that happens, I I won't lie, I will be disappointed. So I'm hoping it doesn't, and I am hoping for butt bugs. <laughs> I knew it. All right, Aaron, uh, really quick, uh, Jay. Jason, you mentioned the um, the people in the masks. At yes. the very first episode, remember when they found the residue after she shot them, and and Riker's like, "This is weird." I bet that's because they was a cha- they were changelings. Perhaps so. Yes. So anyway, or um, or, mm. or or yeah. Don't no, don't say it, Aaron. He wants you to say it. Or... Don't say it. Vendorians <laughs> with butt bugs. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I was going to say the same thing. I was guessing about the uh, the nebula is probably alive, and I'm I'm guessing, and this is not just because they did it in the animated series, but I'm imagining they're going to somehow use the nebula to get out, or at least power their ship. 
because mm, like they keep yes. talking about those those strong electrical or, or powerful you know pulses that are coming out so I yeah think, I think and it actually turned the lights on which was great i was like oh yeah. look how nice it is when the lights are on <laughs> <laughs> and that's why i was like okay it lights things up and it, it's going into the eps power grid somehow so it probably they can charge something with it yeah good so. call good call all right nita okay so uh, my future speculation, we already know by, um, you know, the uh, trailers that Moriarty is coming back and he's technically tech, but I don't know that we can classify him um, as that he's greater tech than what we've already saw that they've stolen, right? I'm not too sure about that, um, but I think that some maybe maybe he's part of what they stole from the uh between him and lore together that's a pretty powerful combination right there i do believe i i do believe that we're gonna see a female changeling being released in these space nine she was taken to prison nothing was ever said as oh. far as how long she was in prison how yeah. they would keep her in prison um Maybe I mean let's let's face it. She was an incredible leader. She was she took over an entire quadrant. Okay, um, I don't see that changing anytime soon. Um, maybe, maybe she's already out. Maybe yeah. she's truly the captain of the strike. I don't know, but I think we're gonna see her coming back. I think the female. Uh, changeling is going to be pivotal in what is going to happen next. I think a combination of Lore and Moriarty is the tech that's going Being to hyper. push that um, over the edge for them. Loriarty. Loriarty. The numbers are about to come up. She's putting lipstick on me. That uh, sounds geez. like a new lipstick, right? But yeah. I, I think so. Mm -hmm. I think that that's gonna that's gonna mm -hmm. have a real big influence, you know. Mm -hmm. All right, Chase. Okay, we are getting to near the halfway mark with episode four. Not quite there, but we are there. We've got to get this gang back together. So my hope—it's not a prediction, but it's a hope that we get those missing pieces and we put them in place. I do not think we'll see Wharf connect with. The rest of the crew just yet. I think we're still a couple of episodes of that. But I'm fully expecting to see Geordie uh, join. Troy, yes. I think Troy's going to be the one who ex who comes onto the ship and exposes, that's not my husband. Oh. That's you know, my theory. You're going real far in that, that theory. Oh, I'm doubling down. Like, I'm doubling yeah, If you, if you thought that. Butt Bugs was a big campaign... <laughs> This one. And I said it, Jace. I said it. You got it out of me. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron's exactly. the only one who hasn't said it yet. Yeah. yeah. Say it. So, yeah, we'll continue. <laughs> so, yeah, you know that's you I want to, Aaron. Just <laughs> say it. Join us. I've not been taken over by changelings. Join no, no. us, Aaron. Join us. No. Oh, good. I'm, I'm good. That's Be it. a butt bug, that's Aaron. It. Fine, butt bug. There you go. Yeah. There we go. Ay, ay, ay. Um, so for me, my future speculation, uh, I really like that changeling, female changeling theory. So that that's awesome. And yeah. I hope that's, that's what comes out because she was 
an amazing villain. And I believe Salman Jen. She had a few reptile junkies helping her along the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally, totally. But what if we get Jeffrey Combs back too? (gasps) Don't don't even go there. As as Agamus and Wayun. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Incredible. Incredible. What, number 187 of Wayun, though? Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got it. Hold on. I've got it. I'm sorry. Uh, go ahead and give no, your no, future no. speculation. Okay, no. No. What would the change... What kind of what kind of dangerous technology would renegade changelings want? What did the changelings have before the war that they don't have now? Cloning technology for the Jim Hadar. Oh. And we have... White, they wouldn't... And... We've actually seen it in Picard before. They got the Gollum technology that they took from oh, Soon. That's right. Yeah, that did, and that's did. why Laura's back in a human body. I got it. Mm, I'm good. He's fine. <laughs> I am correct. Makes sense more than the conspiracy bugs. But I, my, I am, my, I am, the last bit this of my is it. theory. I got it. I figured it out. Paramount, give me a check. Yeah. <laughs> As compensation of- for not having butt bugs this season, <laughs> uh, I think that the living construct will probably be making an appearance because um, we had From that prodigy. No, the well, I mean, yeah, prodigy, oh, yeah, but, but I think it, it was the same thing at the end of Picard season one with the the an androids were summoning and looked just like oh, Control. It had these like big tentacles okay. that came out of that yeah. opening. It opened up into space, and then these tentacles started to come out, and then you know magically they got rid of it. But you know, you bring up a good point because that remember when Jack Crusher was having his visions? Yeah. Oh yeah. What was this stuff? And I've got a picture of it. I've been really oh, slow. like veins or something. Yeah. Yeah, this thing here. Like, yeah. what is Roots. that? And it's very reminiscent in a way to some of those flashings we saw in season one, and almost like that red imagery oh, they yeah. keep throwing in there occasionally. Maybe the scary door. A, yeah, the scary door, which yeah, was kind of odd and weird, but yeah. We need to I need I to rewatch that scene that. and see if I can make out what Seven was saying there. She yeah. was saying, it's not yeah, she kind of mumbles. Yeah, she mumbles. Did the uh, did the subtitles say it? No. That would be a good way to check. Subtitles on yeah, no, I don't believe so. Idea. I watch with subtitles because I'm going deaf, oh, okay. but I don't think they said anything. Um, it didn't, and my subtitles were on, and I, nah. there was nothing. And okay. She mumbles something. Oh, yeah, but you were watching it in Klingon yeah. subtitles. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's <laughs> um, always going to be an issue. <laughs> so we're going to take a quick break. But, oh, uh, to our, to our sponsor this week. To our sponsor this week. But before we do, I just want to remind everybody, please type in the Oi, in the chat so you can be added. Uh, I don't know if Nita has picked up everybody. Yes. Oh, you um, have. Our first four um, Oi's have been already oh, we're assigned. We're all good. To, all right. Yep. Which I want to y'all announce. can just F off. We're yeah. done. <laughs> all right. Well, never mind. <laughs> so let's cut the commercial. Have a bang. Chief Engineer's Log, Stardate 8609.8. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Aye, those were grand adventures. Hi, I'm James Doohan, Scott. You know, it's been 20 years since Star Trek first aired, and to this day, the Star Trek saga still captures the imagination of millions of fans all over the world. The adventure continues, and to commemorate the 20th anniversary of Star Trek, I'm very pleased to present the first ever series of Star Trek collector plates featuring the key members of the Starship Enterprise crew, 
On the first plate is my illustrious friend, Mr. Spock. Now, it captures all of Mr. Spock's superior intelligence and calm demeanor. A remarkable likeness, I would say. Under an exclusive license from Paramount Pictures, Mr. Spock is available only through Ernst Enterprises in association with the Hamilton Collection. Right now, the Mr. Spock plate can be yours for only $29.50. Now, enjoy this plate for a full month and risk nothing because the Hamilton Collection guarantees they'll buy back your plate at the original price if you're not satisfied. And through this special TV offer with your paid order, you'll also receive a free six-month membership in the official Star Trek fan club. You'll be sent free the club's bi-monthly magazine and newsletter, plus lots more. So beam aboard and join us in celebrating the 20th anniversary of Star Trek. To order Mr. Spock and get your free membership, here's all you do. Wow. That's a good deal. That's that a great, great commercial. Deal. I love I'm, it. I'm glad they invested so much in the plates, considering they invested maybe $15 into that set. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and, uh, honestly, can you imagine being James Doohan, you know, accomplished voice actor and, you know, pretty much icon. He walks in and they're like, hey, you know, we want you to sell these plates. And he's like, absolutely. I'll sell the plate. Hey, this is Mr. Spock. Can you do it in the accent? even the lost in space special effects guy going Oof. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a, it's a nice that that's isn't that where um lower decks got the tom paris plate idea from probably yeah yeah, yeah. I like that it was just he 20 look years. Like he wants to be there. He's just so like, long. yes, this is a plate. <laughs> look at that. Oh, hey. it's Mr. Spock. Isn't that just wonderful? Not the fact that you could still I go back. Hey. <laughs> oh, look at that. I have that plate. That's awesome. Aaron, that's awesome. <laughs> hey, and you can still sell it back and get all your money back. Yeah, this is, yeah, it's exactly. Exactly. This is so the plate that Cameron scam with that ad. To get a free... Here's the scam with that ad. To get a free six-month fan club, you buy the plate and then you send it straight back for a full <laughs> refund and you still get your six months. Wow. Yeah. Gee, free magazine and all that stuff. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> See, I, I sent my plate back because I wasn't happy with it and they had the gall to call me and say, did you eat off of this? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, how else was I supposed to try it? <laughs> Sir, you're not supposed to eat off these plates. What are they good for? <laughs> oh, the dumbest thing go. I've ever heard. Well, it I had a time. conversation with. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. no, no go, go. I was with John Delancey once at one of the uh, early conventions when I first moved to LA, and we were talking about the people who couldn't afford rent, but they were buying these plates that they couldn't even eat <laughs> off of. <laughs> oh wow! It was oh, it was an E three. That's what it was. It was like the, the second E three. So there was like wow. virtually nobody on this one floor where he they just stuck him there, and it was for a Star Trek game from ninety three or ninety four. So that was pretty funny. That's, That's cool. Great. That's Man. really cool. That's so that funny. Been, I have. It would have been Star I, Trek Borg, wasn't it? With John Delancey in it. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Such a great game. Because he was right. he was plugging it. So yeah, yeah. All right. So let us go into our fun little show in the show. Uh, it's time. This is where I take over, Joe. This is it. And You're it's over, stupid. And let's get our first segment out of the way. And of course, that is. It's time for Name That Trek Episode. The hell is it? 
Okay, guys, welcome and be back again for Name That Trek episode. Is everybody pumped? Before we go ahead and do this, Nita, you could see what this episode is now. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you better not. Uh, yes, let me tell you who our hosts have been aligned with. Okay. Texas Jason has been aligned with Rick Mason. So if Texas gets it, Rick gets a prize. Yeah. Joe has been aligned with this Philip Ryan. Oh, sorry, Philip. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Geek Filter Extraordinaire has been alive <laughs> has been aligned with Sarah Andrews and I have been aligned with Cosmic Mom. Oh, wow, um, lovely. Because I go. steal her from Joe. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can have her and all the bills. <laughs> well, let's do it, guys. Get her We're that gonna... get her that hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're going right. to go for it now, guys. All right, I'm going to I'm going to press it. Remember, once you know what it is, give me a good old Aussie oi. And if you don't get it, then I'll keep it going, and you know the rest of the guests can also have a chance as well. But here we go, guys. Thirty seconds starting now. The clock is ticking. Oi, the time's image arrow is slowly getting blurry. <laughs> wow, did oh, you hear this that? Is, um, oh no, no what is this? I know what nope. it is. It's I was just talking about it. Ah, Give me was the Iconian episode. Oh, oh the Iconian ah. episode. Yes. Yes, when Data was... Um, mm. I just... No, no, no description. I need... You have to say oi first. Oh, oh. The Iconian episode. Uh. Oh. You said we could do descriptions. Oi, uh, last battle yeah. No, no descriptions after you say oi, Nita, but I'll give you a shot now. You're going to oh. give me a full description of this episode to get it. Okay, so this is when Data and um, Worf were, were trying to dis disable um, the Oconian weapon, um, and it hit back at him at Data. Um, the energy bolt was hit back at Data, and he kept going. And there were multiple Datas because of the timeline, and um, that's my description of this episode. Do you rest of you agree with that description? I hate to tell you, you actually fused two episodes into one because yeah. one of the oh, ones you used was we all yeah. always have Paris. Oh, I'm sorry. So this is it. Nobody's got it. I'm sorry, guys. We're trying to give away stuff. Uh, I know what happened. Now I the remember episode. the name. I just can't remember the name. Okay, Jason, I you can. can give me a full description. Well, okay, the Enterprise answers the answers a distress call from the USS Yamato, who tells them that they have found the Iconian homeworld, and then the Yamato goes boom, and the Enterprise goes to the homeworld where they're met by their, their ship starts malfunctioning, <laughs> probably Two because bridges. of the butt bugs. <laughs> and uh, they they go to the they go to the Iconian homeworld and they're met by Romulans and the Romulans are like haha we're Romulans we're gonna blow you up but their ship's not working right either and so Picard and Data and Worf go down to the surface to try to disarm the Iconian power core uh, because they've got doorways that go to anywhere in the galaxy and then Data gets hit and he starts malfunctioning they take him up to the Enterprise Data dies but then he gets better and they realize that that's the way to fix the Enterprise is to turn it off and then turn it back on again. Wow. Well, the rest of you guys, I don't know about the rest of you guys. That sounds a pretty good description to me. Everyone agree? Yeah. yeah. I'll give that one. And I, I know and I, can't I can't win, remember but I what think it's I know the title. What's I do. The, you think it, you know the title? The yeah. title trumps it, Aaron. Yeah, if you, if you know the title, title trumps. Uh, oh, wait. No. Uh, Contagion? Yeah. Oh, he's right. Oh. Is he he's right? right? I'm so yeah. mad. You think he's right? Uh, he's right. Contagion season Episode 11. Contagion. You have that done means, it, Aaron. That, that means is... Sarah Andrew has won a gift. 
Yay. Yep. Cool. And whoever was along with Jason, we gone. The guy gave a full description. <laughs> sorry, no, you couldn't say contagion like two minutes before I started that. Huge I'm sorry. <laughs> well done, Aaron. That is fantastic. It took your description for me to remember the name. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad I could help. <laughs> so the captain now, the winner. Uh, who was sorry? Who was aligned Sarah with Sarah Andrew? Andrew. Congratulations, Sarah. Sarah. Captain will reach out to you. We'll get your details and we'll send you something cool from the merch store. Yeah. Sorry, Cosby, Mum. You're waiting a little bit longer for that hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the end of uh, Name That Trek or So. Yeah, okay, let's move forward to the next segment. And we got a cracker for this one. And that, of course, is stupid Star Trek questions. It's time for stupid Star Trek questions. Okay, this one's come from one of Nita's followers on TikTok. Ooh. We sent this question this week. I had a couple of really good ones, but I decided to go with this one. This is from Caprica underscore 1701. When someone talks in another language and the universal translator does a thing, what does the mouth move in English? Right? Should it, it. If you live on a starship or anyway in the Federation, shouldn't it be like living in the middle of a, a dubbed foreign film? Yes. Yeah. I remember <laughs> watching movies that were like Chinese or Korean and they would have the English subtitles and the mouths would move in the language that they were. Yes, that's right. So, it is it is a perfect question. Yes. Since the universal translator supposedly like uses neural inputs and like basically reading your mind it could just be making your brain think that they are speaking english and they're really mouthing whatever they're mouthing that makes i sense. could go with that theory. yeah i, I can't go with that yeah, yeah. Makes perception sense. Filter. Filter. Yeah. Yeah. wrong franchise oh 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 yeah, he got on that reference too. Doctor Who oh, reference. No. Oh. I love Doctor Who, but yeah, but oh. yeah, mm. have another sip of that drink. I think you were going to fire up then. Yeah, like, you really. Wrong yeah, franchise. You know, you're Could in you imagine Worf back there working the tactical station, Mister Wolf? Fire. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a fair question, but I think you're right. Actually, I think it's a neural thing. So yeah, yeah. That, that, would that be sounds more fun living in the middle of a galactic foreign <laughs> Well, and if you look at the old ones, I think they did have both sounds going at the same time, especially when Hoshi was kind of experimenting with it early yes. on and then in yeah. Yeah. beyond. I always liked they that. Have I both always thought that was a cool, a cool thing. Yeah. 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 That was cool. But could far you more realistic. Imagine? Yes, it is far more realistic. But can you watch an entire show that doing yeah. that all the time? Just, it would be annoying. Mm. It would be annoying. That scene in so. Beyond was annoying just for that reason. I mean, yeah. not yeah, that scene, yeah. but, but it's just like, that, you're like, okay, I'm, I've got a fatigue from listening to this now. Move on. Yeah, probably <laughs> why they, they killed it. You know what I mean? Like, ah, it's just, yeah. you know. Well, yeah. great work there. Thanks for the question. Caprica underscore 1701. Don't forget to send through your stupid Star Trek questions. And that was stupid Star Trek questions. Join us next week for more stupid Star Trek questions. Thanks for that, Cat. Back to you. 
All right. I just want to send out a special thanks to our special guest, the writer extraordinaire and magnificent person, Aaron Geek Filter. You're freaking amazing. Thank, Thank you. you so much for being on with us. <laughs> Um, we I hope you get back at, in some point in the future and we'll have a nice chat. Yeah. Uh, I want to thank Nita and then our double Jasons, my co-hosts, <laughs> Jason Squad. Uh, you guys are always fantastic. And I want to just remind everybody to be sure to not only uh, like, share, and subscribe. It's really important that you do that. Please hit that like button. It helps a lot. And I want to thank uh, Rick and Sarah and... Uh, all of our friends, especially uh, the Philip Bryan, thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. And Annie, our sometimes co-host, thank you for joining us here live in the Captain's Quadrant. Uh, I'm going to just sign off for this week, but do we want to show the uh, merch store? Do you have that? Uh, yeah. Oh, show the social screen. This is where yeah, you, can you can find us. So for Sarah Andrews, please be sure to DM me on TikTok. I'm at DisDungeonCQ. You can follow VHS Jace at VHS Jace, Jason Roy Gaston, who probably doesn't need any more followers, but you know what? He should Don't get more. Listen anyway. to him. <laughs> Anita, we always need Anita F71 and Annie Vulcan Diver. Um, and of course, can I just say, sorry, that I hit a mark on my TikTok today. I got to 500 followers, which Ooh. now makes me point. 1% of the amount of followers Jason has. Oh, congratulations. So I'm coming for you, buddy. All I'm right. coming for you. I still have 495, well, oh. 499,500, whatever it's going to be. It's, yeah. uh, I cele celebrate your enemy's victories for tomorrow you may die. <laughs> I, I hit 850, so I'm super excited about that. Oh, okay, Joe. I was only making a joke. You no, it's true. It, it's great. <laughs> people like me. I don't know. Oh, people like him. <laughs> Not how many you have. It's the type of engagement. Yeah, that's yes, true. Yes, there you go. Thank you, go. you for yes. You are that's definitely right. our Vulcan inspiration in this show. Yeah, And the only one who's been logical and making sense. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> well, join us next week. Oh, and we will... Wish you the best. Live long and prosper. And uh, Riker's before not a we, Before we go, guess the name of my cat. Guess the name of my cat. Guess, guess, guess. Let's see who guesses. It's know. Butt Bug. <laughs> no! <laughs> we'll see you next week, guys. <laughs>